Welcome to the Morning Star Show with Super Sly 75. You're listening to OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. Sign up for OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on TheWakeUpRadio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. I, I, I listen. I am in so much pain right now, but nonetheless, the show must go on. I may have to tell the white man I cannot come in tomorrow to the plantation and pick his cotton. But tonight we're going to talk about low level, low IQ, CD, EFG list celebrities and their nonsense. Oh my gosh. I need, I need some drugs. Ugh. All right. I, I'm here. I look bad. I know. They're like, damn, what's wrong with Sly? Somebody trying to take Sly out. Yeah, somebody trying to take me out. God damn it. Somebody trying to Malcolm me. They're trying to, mal- they're trying to MLK me. Into who? <laughs> what's happening? Oh, shit. You know what's bad with wretches. You know what's bad with Reds early in the chat. Yo, this P&B rock shit. <laughs> listen. <laughs> uh, it's a lot of debt. Yo, listen. What what do rappers, what do dead rappers and real estate agents have in common? It's a funny joke, but I'm telling you. It's funny when I, I give you the answer. I, I was just at that motherfucker like three weeks ago, four weeks ago. I was there a month ago. I was there a month ago. The one on, um, what's the one, Manchester? The one that's 87 Crip Hood Country Territory? I was just there a month ago. But... I want to tell my joke. What do dead rappers and real estate agents have in common? (laughs) Once again, what do dead rappers and real estate agents have in common? You ready? You want to know the answer what they have in common? Location, location, location. (laughs) I write my own jokes. I'm here all week. (sighs) I write my own jokes and I'm here all week. I'm here all week. Today, we're going to talk about nothing but niggas and niggerdom and, and niggerosity. And, and nigger Ramus, just niggas. 
just another example of how useless black people have become outside of entertainment. Now, no, I'm not in no damn pain no pee. I'm just, it was a, today's a bad day physically for me, but I'm, I'm here. Kayana was hiding and was bragging, was bragging. Oh no, I blame the trigger man, but hey, the trigger man don't have, an, doesn't have a target unless you don't supply him with the location. I swear I tell y'all, stop making their job easy. Wolves going to be wolves. Robbers going to rob. Killers going to kill. Your job in life is to not make their job so fucking easy. My daughter knows this. It's really simple. Stop making their jobs so damn easy. I'm not pissed at all. You know why? Because, because, because of dumb people making these killers jobs easy. Now we have content strategy. So thank the universe for surrounding PNB rock with dumb people in his life, dumb, dumb loved ones. Now we have content. Now I get to tell y'all now I look like Negro Domus again. Stop making their jobs so easy for them. Okay. That's right. Location, location, location. Listen, Shout out to California. We send more niggas back home in body bags. Now, I don't care about where you come from. I don't care about your home state. I don't even give a fuck about you New York niggas. California sent everybody home in body bags. California sent everybody home in body bags. Mad corny, but you're still, why the fuck are you here? <laughs> it was funny. Fuck y'all. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking funny. That's right. That's right. He had the stupid. Listen, <laughs> listen. California kicks everybody's asses. We send your superstars, your loved ones, huh? We sent all them niggas back home in body bags. California number one. Talk all that shit you want to. We send your ass back home in body bags. <laughs> on, a, on an airplane. Back to wherever the fuck you came from. <laughs> now run tell that. We sent you niggas back home in body bags. I don't want to hear shit about all. I don't want to hear shit about Dade County. I don't want to hear shit about Alabama. All the roughest, toughest neighborhoods. And listen, California sent all them niggas back home in body bags. I don't want to hear shit about Texas. And all your your fifth wards, 
I don't want to hear shit about New Orleans and all your zones. I don't want to hear shit about New York and all your boroughs. I don't hear none of that. California sent all you niggas back home in body bags. California's undefeated. Undefeated. We send your best, your brightest, the most talented niggas back home in body bags. Do something. Say something. Stop me. Where you think I'm lying or if I'm wrong. (laughs) 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 So let us thank the universe for surrounding PMB rock with dumb people that love him and post his location and get him set up to get robbed and killed. Thank the universe for us giving us this content strategy to bring us here tonight to be gathered here to talk about this bullshit. Yes. All praises and due to California because without California, we wouldn't be sending you niggas back home in body bags and having content to talk about. Okay. <laughs> Don't come for me tonight. Don't do it tonight. Don't come for me tonight. Do not come for me tonight. But listen, it's it's all black. It's it's all, you know, y'all keep saying the argument, uh, it's uh it's proximity. It's this, it's economics, blah, 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 blah. He had a distribution. He was, he signed to Atlantic. Atlantic did the, okay, here come, here come more of the, let's blame the record labels, of course. I'm going to take, I'm going to try to walk this thing down. Okay. So he is initially signed to Atlantic Records. Atlantic, in their joint venture with Empire, Atlantic was in charge of the promotions and the marketing empire, the distribution. Okay. So let's, let's get that all cleared up. <laughs> hey, Quando Rondo don't want to be, he don't want to gang bang no more. <laughs> Say what you want about California's politics, the energy grid, the, 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 the rolling blackouts say what the fuck you want at the end of the day, <laughs> send you niggas back home in body bags. <laughs> hey, what the, Hey, what the rappers say? Put your body bag in a body bag in a body bag. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga was from Philly too, right? His name was Rock Kim. Yo, if your if your name is Rock Kim, stay the hell out of California. <laughs> Made that nigga drop that flag. Hey, I don't want a gangbang no more. California made all you niggas gangbang. That's another. That's another situation. Yo, California. Made it cool 
for niggas to kill niggas over, over, over colors. Jesus Christ. California made it cool for black men to kill each other over colors. And then y'all try to emulate the gangbang way. And it, it ain't the same. Bloods and Crips in New York just don't hit like Bloods and Crips in L.A. Bloods and Crips down south just doesn't hit like Bloods and Crips in L.A. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, my goodness. I could do this shit all fucking night. This is, this is, this is, this is silly. This is silly. <laughs> Uh, they, they, that Chicago shit, I ain't worried about that shit, man. Nobody's worried about the, the no cash bail shit. Like, listen, Illinois, you can you can murder a motherfucker and do ten years be out. What's the difference? So let me let me briefly go back over this. This it's not, y'all it's need to stop calling it the purge law. Okay, it's the Safety Act bill. First things first, in Illinois, you can legit murder somebody, do about ten years. 15 years, depending on how many people you kill. Okay. You can do a murder in Illinois, be out in 10. What is the difference? What's the difference? What's the difference? Why am I laughing? Because I can for one. And if you don't like my laughing, there's plenty of other YouTube channels you can visit. And, uh, oh, I, I'm, I'm not that far into the comments. If you have a wrench, please use them tonight. By all means, don't wait for me to say something. Cause you know, I, I stay behind on the comments anyway. So how ironic a nigga gets killed by another nigga in a nigga spot that's ran by Mexicans. <laughs> what? Oh, wait. A black man got killed by another black man in a black man owned restaurant. That's ran by Mexicans. Can't make this shit up. Can I make this shit up? Yes, Mercury retrograde. Stay your ass inside. Retrograde is for real. It is for real. <laughs> and I'm so far behind these comments. So far behind these comments. Yeah, listen. Let me tell you why I, I'm going to start shaving more often. Because these niggas with beards... On this internet shit, making niggas with beards look crazy, sound crazy. These niggas with beards on this internet shit sound crazy. I don't want to be associated with with the dumb shit. So I will start baby facing it. I will start baby facing it from here on out just to separate myself from them. Because niggas with beards right now looking kind of crazy. They look crazy, they sound crazy. I'm cool. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. (laughs) 
Um, you know what? I now I know I've known guys that have done both, first and second. Um and then it's all it, it depends on if it's premeditated, right? If it depends if it's straight murder or attempted attempted murder, I don't give a what state you're at. Attempted murder is the worst. Okay. Do not attempt to murder somebody. Just murder them. Okay, because attempted means intent. It means you intent to kill somebody and for whatever reason they didn't go through. So I don't give a fuck what state of county you're in. Attempted murder is always going to be worse than actual murder. Okay. So my advice. Whew. Just don't just if you're going to just do it, Nike, man. Just Nike. Just fucking do it. Just do it. Don't attempt to do the shit. Okay. All right. Uh oh. Wait, Brian ain't got a wrench? What? Where's Brian at? Bro, I'm sorry, bro. My apologies. My apologies. You know what? Let me let me start arming you some of y'all. Let me put some guns in y'all hands and shit so y'all can do righteousness. Saith the Lord. I'm so far behind these comments. Brian, get out the beer gang, bro. Listen, them niggas over there, like uh, uh, down, down the street, <laughs> them Anton Daniels ass niggas, all them niggas uh, just look and sound crazy. So the beer thing, you used to get a pass with that shit. Nah, these niggas sound crazy. I'm, I'm good. I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to be, you know, because you, you see a guy with a long ass beard, you have, you kind of already associate and think you just kind of prejudge good or bad. Now with these niggas online, I'm good. I don't need it. I don't need it. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm going to get the pussy with or without the beard. See? Huh? What? What? You know, d- don't fucking play. You know, this shit just comes to me. Don't fucking play. We've been going through this shit for 20 years. Now nah, she went like, what? You know, you know what the fuck I said? It comes to me. Beard or no beard? Now. I'm sorry, what? Huh? You ain't gonna do shit to me. Because I'm a G. All right? I'm a G. She ain't gonna do shit to me. She can talk all that shit. Matter of fact, she probably in the chat watching the chat, right? And look at me. Look at me. <sighs> yeah, yeah, listen. There was an interview where PNB said he was stalked, but still let his girlfriend drive to a boutique down the street. See, you niggas don't respect life. You niggas don't respect life. I barely have a mustache. It's all, it's all good. Yeah, my pads took an L. But listen, Miami always shows up to play uh, New England tough. It's a divisional game. Miami ain't going to do shit outside of, out of divisional games. So, you know, I, I ain't tripping. I'm not tripping I'm about the pads. I'm not worried about the pads. All right. Yeah, beard niggas fuck the game up, man. Ladies, stop going for niggas with beards. It's all a lie. It's all a facade. Okay, they didn't snatch the girlfriend's jewelry. No. But here the thing is you gotta understand there's a there's a time constraint 
Okay, so obviously, he, look, yeah, I, I don't, I can't speak on the mind of a killer, robber, murderer, but I, I don't think they had time to, 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 to piss with the girl. She done did her job. <laughs> she done did her job. Right? Yes. Cops even tell you, yes, shoot to kill. Yes, attempted murder is worse because it proves intent. A murder can be, um, it, it, it can lead into a mutual combat. Somebody pick up a weapon and then use the weapon against the person. That could be considered a murder. Now, what degree it would be in first, second, or third manslaughter? You know what I'm saying? So you can kill somebody, but now how badly did you kill them? Did you try to kill them? Was it an accident? Was it self-defense? Or were you trying to purposely hurt this person, maim this person, turn into a murder, right? You hit somebody and they hit their head on the fucking granite counter and that kills them? That's a murder. Now, in which degree is it in? You didn't, you didn't try to kill the person, but the fact that you caused them to fall and hit their heads on a countertop and that killed them, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, the murder thing, there's layers to it. But I'm saying... Attempted murder usually is the worst charge to catch because that means you tried, you attempted to kill that person. That's a no-no. Intent will always get you jammed up on, on the bad side of things, okay? So if you have that in your heart, just Nike. Just Nike. Set, can't believe I'm telling you all this shit. Let the situation, uh, or create a situation to where there would, there would be no intent on your part. Damn, can I even say that shit? Okay, if you're going to murder somebody, if you, there's somebody you want to take out, your best bet is to create a scenario in which you would have to defend yourself, right? Not come off as the aggressor, okay? Because it's all about intent. There's your, there's your uh, how to get away with murder lesson from a real convict. <laughs> One-on-one. <laughs> I can't believe I am saying this shit. This is so going to Patreon. So going to Patreon. And I like the beard too, but you know what? Beard niggas fucked it all up. Beard niggas fucked it up. They fucked it up. You know, yeah, just, just, just get away from the beard, y'all. It's, we're, we're against that. We're against that. Wait, wait, oh my lord. See early, we early already. See, see over this argument is sponsored by shrimp skin. Alright, we're gonna get into it. We're gonna get into it right now. We're gonna get into it right now. My main is is listen, God bless y'all that's still riding that shit. I I'm done. I'm I'm good with the uh the beer gang. Uh, I officially turned in my card. I retired from beer gang. I had a great run. It was great. But I got, yeah, I'm, I'm out of here. All right. So let's, let's, I guess we might as well just go into the, uh, yeah, this is so going to Patreon, bro. Let's get into the PNB rock. Let's see what happened. Now, 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 now here. Now this is where y'all, people, y'all need to pay attention. How, how, did academics break the story before TMZ? 
how how did academics break the story before TMZ? Nobody breaks stories before TMZ. Okay. TMZ is the official entertainment branch division of the CIA. Okay. How did academics break this story before TMZ? Now, if this happens again and again and again, then you must, I'll leave that to y'all. Okay. If it happens again, like three more times in a row, then you got to look at him a little different because he knows everybody's music business. You understand? Like for me to know the things about people's contracts, I would have to actually hit somebody up and say, Hey, terms and conditions of your contracts. Okay. Um, so what's the, is there a certain, certain subsections on, you know, this outline B to you know what I'm saying? Like I would have to actually talk to people and get the terms and conditions of their contracts. This nigga knows way too much about everybody's musical business. Way too much. And he's not even what we would call an industry vet. Okay. I wouldn't call academics an industry vet. I wouldn't even call academics in the industry like that. He doesn't, he hasn't broken an artist. Hasn't broken a record. You understand? He hasn't produced anything. Mixed anything. Promotions, marketing, none of that shit. He's a YouTube blogger, basically. So for him to know as much as he knows about other people's music, their, their contracts, that's a red flag for me. That's a, that's a, that's a huge red flag for me. Okay. So we'll see if he breaks another two or three stories before TMZ, then we got to start asking questions about, okay, what's academics brand new role. You know, and then, and then one more thing, one more thing about Takashi 69. Okay. Now I've said before, I'm not alone when I say this, I said there are fake prisons. There are fake prisons. There are prisons for show. Okay. There are prisons out here that people go to for show. That's nothing new. I'm not the first to say it. Others have said, others have come before me and said it. Okay. Now I know for a fact in federal prison, it's a no contact visit. Okay. I know for a fact it's a no contact visit. And when I saw Takashi six, nine in prison, Hugged up contact with the visitor. That's some bullshit. He went to a fake prison. Okay. I know what I know. Okay. I know what I know. Industry plant. Yes. And them six, nine niggas fell for it. And there's a few other industry plants Run around this business 
and niggas are falling for, for the, for the, for the bait. Okay. So once again, please go ask your uncle who did fair time. You, we all know somebody that did some fair. I didn't say state. I said fed. Go ask somebody that did fair time. Say, hey, is there, is there, is there contact visits? Are you allowed to have contact visits? They're going to say no. And you'd be like, well, how come he was, you know what? All right. Fuck do I know? I, I wouldn't call them, but it, that's a bad misconception. It's still prison. Yes. It, are, are, are there, is it open areas? And yeah, is it surrounded by a nice lush um, scenery? Yeah, but it's still prison. That's, it's still prison. Do you understand? I guarantee if I threw 10 of y'all in club fed, you wouldn't be like, oh, this is, I can do this. You, you'd be ready to get the fuck out of, you'd be ready to leave. Okay. Stop, stop that. Stop that club fed shit. It's still prison. Okay. Stop. Stop. Yeah. No, yeah. No, fe- uh, thank you, Edmund. No contact visits. But that nigga was hugged up with the bitch. <laughs> Touching the bitch, the bitch titties and shit. And I'm like, what fair prison is this? It's no contact. That nigga was in a fake prison. I'm just saying. I know what I know. I know what I know. <laughs> I know what I know. <laughs> Don't debate me on this shit. All right. All right. Let me pull up what we what we found from the scene right the scene of the crime so now oh wait let me, let me find this hold up hold up hold up hold up so and this this goes out to everybody male or female if you are somebody and i've said this before be wary of the company you keep well hey what was pop smoke's last words now i'm 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 gonna say this rant and then we're gonna get on with this with this uh with the nonsense what was Pop Smoke's last words on film? His last words when he was dying from gunshot wounds out of the fucking shower. They caught this nigga out the shower. They caught this nigga out of the shower. Y'all didn't see the footage? Oh, y'all didn't? Y'all didn't see the footage from inside the house? Oh. Okay. Y'all didn't hear the audio? Oh. (laughs) Oh, okay, okay. Well, his last words (laughs) as he was bleeding out from the gunshot wounds, this nigga said, oh, they set me up. (laughs) He said, oh, they got me. They set me up. Those are his last words. They got me. They set me up. Those are his last words on, 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 on the camera and on, the, on the, in the security camera inside the house. All right. Caught the nigga out the shower. All right. I know his attorney. Bob Celestin. Black guy. I know his attorney. I know. I know his attorney. 
I know his attorney. Listen to all you artists out there that think you're special and you're going to change the game. None of you niggas are special. None of you. Oh my God. If I could tell, if I could sit an artist down and just really just give it to them, I would tell them you're not special. You're not special. You're not going to outsmart these people. You're not going to finesse these people. Okay. You see these stories about, I don't know what artist, Frank Ocean finessed his label. Okay. Right. Tory Lanez finessed Interscope. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, wait, you mean to tell me Tory Lanez is more intelligent than Suge Knight? Right? Because we're, we're talking about artists that finesse their labels. Suge uh, Knight is a highly intelligent businessman. Take, take the gangster shit away, okay? For the, if you've ever sat down around him, next to him, he knew his shit. Like, he was always on point when it came to the business. You saw the results of that. You saw what he did with Death Row, okay? He finessed Interscope. But you mean to tell me Tory Lanez is more intelligent business-wise than Suge Knight? Okay. Okay. I mean, hey. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Bob was also Triple X Tentacion's. Uh, his attorney. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he sure was. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. And then, and then how prophetic is this? PNB's last, last big single. I think it came out in 2020. It had King Von and Pop Smoke on it. His last big record had King Von and Pop Smoke on it. Listen, this shit I tell y'all ain't any hard to figure out. Okay, really, a teenager could, could dissect all this shit. It's really nothing that deep. All right? But, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I got a point. I got a hella points. Okay? All right, so let me do this. Let's uh, pull up the tweet, the post. That got this man jammed up. Now, once again, ladies, fellas, if you are somebody and your, your significant other is a nobody. You should always, always have them worried about. Um, ooh, this sounds, this is going to sound bad. Okay. Now, I'm, I'm, t- I'm telling you industry shit. I'm telling you how you should, if you're going to be in this, how to survive this shit and how to keep everybody in check. If you are a PNB rock, okay, you should have the people around you in constant fear. Okay. They should be in fear of you because they should understand that if shit goes left for you, anybody, any one of these motherfuckers can, can be next. You understand? If I'm a, a somebody rapper and I'm dealing with a woman, she's my woman, woman. Trust me, this bitch going, I'm going to be like, look, 
I, I, you know what I'm saying? I was like, look, bitch, um, you're not special. Um, bitches go missing every day. Don't play with me. Okay. It's, it, it, it sounds bad. It is bad, but that's how you survive having nobody's around you. Instead of them profiteering off of you, you are always in the dominant position profiteering off of them. Okay. Because you never know when you're going to need a body. Okay. So if you are somebody, rapper, singer, athlete, and you got these hanger ons, these people that care to claim to care about you, they should all be in fear of you. Right. They should all be like, damn, money's getting low. I heard him on the phone the other day, cussing and fussing. You know what I'm saying? They said some, some shit about his contract. Everybody around you should be in, in, in absolute fear to the point where they would never put you in jeopardy. Okay? I'm just saying. If you ask me for advice, this is what I would tell you. Okay? So, let me pull up. Now, now, I will say this what the girl should have did or what I would say what you should do is post your location after you leave. If you're going to post your location, post it like an hour or two after you done left the spot, never post a shit when you, when you're right there, you know, even though it kind of leaves a trail for people to follow, but still there are a couple hours behind you. You understand if that makes, if, if anything, what I'm saying makes sense. Okay. I don't advocate you post in locations, especially if you are somebody. Hell, even if you're a YouTuber of, of some of some modicum of fame, your people around you should know better. Okay. Yes. And then it didn't help. He was posting d- the jewels and shit. So every, every you know what? I, I can't feel bad for this nigga. So this is what got him jammed up. Um, now listen it's fucking Roscoe's y'all this ain't shit to be like the only people I can see posting some shit about Roscoe's is motherfuckers that have never been to Roscoe's okay I think that's four locations right Gower La Cienega Manchester um the nice one I think is, is down the street from uh the Denny's the one that I usually go to is down the street from Denny's there's a four, there's a four light intersection. There's a Denny's on the corner, depending on which side of the traffic you're on. Right. And then you turn, take the right up the street and it's right there. And there's, of course there's a, it's not, it's a meter, meter parking, right? The, 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 the pay meters and shit. So for those that know, you know what location I'm talking about, right? So that's the one, the, the mainly the white folks go to, cause it's the safer one of the, one of the four and um it's ran totally totally ran by mexicans they play mexican music in the goddamn rock last time i was at roscoe's they were playing mexican music and i'm like what in the fuck never again will i go back to to Ro- or roscoe's never again never again I, I don't go to a black owned establishment to hear mariachi music about goddamn narcos and drug dealers make it make sense okay this is the post that she deleted so why would you delete this particular post? Okay. Now I, I get it. Um, social media has convinced y'all that 
um, to tell on yourselves, to tell everybody your business. Because if you're not telling your business, you're not, you're not living a life worth telling. It, make it make sense. Social media has convinced you if you're not telling your business about your life, you're not living a life worth telling. That's the most ass backward logic I could put to y'all, but that's what social media has reduced everybody down to. Okay. Yeah. You can, you have to go to the main in Manchester. The Mexicans just cook. Shit, listen, that one, that's what I went to host was Mexican servers, Mexican cooks, Mexican, and they playing the fucking mariachi music. I said, I'd be goddamn. I'd be goddamn. Okay. It is what it is, but I, I would say if you're going to post, do it an hour or two after you done left the place. I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, see over, see over being the Bronx and shit. <laughs> he be, see over being the pink house. I'm like, yo, <laughs> see over where you at? I'm, I'm posting pink house, son. Meet me there. <laughs> be, be there, be square, some shit. All right, so that was, she deleted that post for what I don't know. I mean, it's fucking Roscoe's, man, but, you know, and if you've been to Roscoe's, this shit is like, eh, you know, your mom or your, your, your lady could fix the same shit and it tastes better. But I guess, you know, whatever. Not that shit on Roscoe's or anything, but, I mean, it's like, whatever. All right, so let me pull the footage from the scene and we'll get into that. Comments. We'll give a fuck about waffle. Okay, obviously you don't. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Yeah, basically, if you ain't post, if you ain't telling everybody your business, it's a problem. Like you're the problem. Oh shit. Okay, that's right. It's in Brooklyn. That's a no no. <laughs> that's a no no. See, see over know about the pink houses, though. See over, how do you know about the pink houses, bro? All right, let me pull this footage and we'll go over it together. Like I said, make it make sense. If it makes sense to you, it surely will make sense to me. that it okay okay all right so let's uh let's do this i don't know which order is going to play in but fuck it we'll just play it all yeah i'm not going to post the actual footage of him basically taking his last moments i it's on, it, listen, it's on Twitter. I put it on Patreon. I mean, it's out there for you if you want to watch. Basically, he's surrounded by a bunch of people that don't know CPR. This is why you fuck with a bitch that has a goddamn medical degree of some sorts. Listen, I, I, listen, I, I, I fucks with Jap, but Jap is wrong about the nurse bitch. Nurse bitch going to keep you alive if you got shot. I'm just saying. Okay. The ratchet nurse bitch, you know, is going to keep you alive. She going she gonna to plug that hole. She's going to plug them holes in you and keep your ass alive long enough to EMT gets to you. Okay. A nurse bitch going to keep you alive. If you get shot, 
a nurse bitch gonna keep you alive if you get shot. So Jap, you wrong on this one, bruh. I'm sorry. I say I advocate for you fucking with a nurse bitch. Not a ratchet one, but you know, just think if you in that life and you live a questionable, you know, lifestyle, bitch gonna keep you alive long enough for them to get to you. All right, I'm just saying. All right, let's see what the what the nice white lady cop has to say. Sorry to say that the victim has been pronounced deceased at 13 159 hours today. Um, South Barrel Homicide is working this case as are many other detectives. What can you tell us about the victim age? Okay, so they pronounced him dead, which we already, we knew he, listen, if you watch the footage, he wasn't going to make it. He's surrounded by fucking inept people that don't know anything about first aid. Nobody was trying to, he, he, you know, man, listen, you know, when you see people get shot, you can, you can kind of guess they're going to pull through looking at him, looking at him on the floor. It didn't look good. I was like, he ain't going to survive that shit. I don't know. I don't know how many times he got shot, but just watching him on the floor. And he's groaning and he's still twitching and shit. And, and the people around him don't know what the fuck to do. And of course, somebody's recording shit because that's what we do. And they turn him over on his, on his, on his side. I was like, this thing ain't going to make it. He ain't going to make it. He ain't going to make it. You know what I'm saying? Like you just knew he wasn't going to make it. And he's a little skinny dude, you know? So, uh, that was a report from a nice officer lady. This woman looks like she done put a few people down. <laughs> listen thousand yard stare this woman looks like she done put a few people in boxes california don't play don't play with california that woman like she done put a few you motherfuckers in the ground (laughs) hey that bitch be hollering gun (laughs) hey she gonna skip the stop resistance. She gonna go straight to the gun. Bitch, <laughs> she ain't playing with y'all. She, she ain't playing. She like she, she, she ain't taking no chances with you. She ain't gonna, ain't gonna be no stop resisting. She gonna be gun. <laughs> she ain't playing with y'all. <laughs> okay. Oh, that ain't shit. I'm not shit. Uh, look what this is. What, what, what footage is this? All right. So this was like not too far after the shooting. Let's see what this. And I, I haven't watched any of these. I just pulled it off of. I just put it off of Twitter. Yeah, they really walk right in there, boy. <laughs> Try to rob him and popped him, bruh, a few times. The block is hot. Niggas ain't even been out here long enough. Nigga just seen a nigga get smoked in front. And it just had everything motherfucking taped off. Just let us go finally. That shit was crazy, nigga. We in there sitting with the kids eating, and that shit pop off, nigga, all over some fucking jury. Now he's in there with his damn kids. He's in there with his, with his children and his family. He's trying to do the family thing. Doing what dads do. Taking the kids out to eat. And this is how y'all. This is what y'all do. This is what y'all do. Rolex and all that type of shit. That shit ain't crazy, man. So we are back on this motherfucking freeway. And like we see how y'all doing it, nigga. We don't want none of them problems, nigga. So me and the fam, we is. Oh, you ain't from L.A.? <laughs> 
nigga in, in life say, uh-uh, don't be scared. <laughs> don't be scared. <laughs> Take your ass to Rodeo Drive and stay your ass out there with the white go to go where Tariq Nasheed is at. He ain't Simi Valley, right? Go where Tariq Nasheed lives at, right? Not too far from uh, Magic Mountain Six Flags. Like when you come out of the uh, the Grapevine, like you see it. Like okay, so I'm giving y'all history, right? A little tour of California, right? So you come out of the Grapevine. If you don't know what the Grapevine is, that's on you. So as soon as you come out the motherfucker, right? Six Flags is like right there, and it's the valley. Stay your ass in them parts. Don't go past the valley. <laughs> or if you do go, you drive straight through LA County, go down south to um the Laguna Beach area. Stay your ass down there. <laughs> don't be don't be scared. <laughs> but no, I'd be pissed I'd be pissed too if I, I take my kids out. Like you in, you're endangering my children. So that's not cool at all. But this is what niggas be doing. Wait, yeah, go straight to Whittier. Yeah. Whittier. Uh, uh, yeah, can't even go to Rancho Cucamonga like that because Rancho is, is wildin'. Um, parts of Beverly Hills is wildin' too. Calabasas, Calabasas is safe. Nobody, nobody's acting a fool in Calabasas because can't nobody afford to go to and live to Calabasas. All right, <laughs> so I'm just hey, hey, LA is a whole nother monster, man. I'm telling you. I be trying to tell people, take your ass to Sandy and straight to Dago. <laughs> okay. I think that's it. That one. That's somebody else. Um, okay. Why do these people want to be in... That's kind of a, a rhetorical question, dear. No, nah, not even Covina, man. No, 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 no. Nope. Don't, nope. Not Covina, nope. West Covina, nope. Nope. Listen, just stay. Stay where the, the white people, they, the white, white people are at. <laughs> Wait. Oh, shit, Bray J. Oh, that's what's up. 50 on the super chat. My man said, when I was in the military, before the smartphones were in circulation, we were instructed to not tell our ship's current location to the public. We could tell, uh-oh, we could tell where we had been days later. I still live by that today, though, all, uh, though we are all being spied. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure man, talk that shit. Yeah, um, that is perfect example of lack of situational awareness. So you would hope that your people's exercise exact situational awareness, but then he wasn't doing it either. So I don't know why motherfuckers come out to, do you not see what's going on in in, in LA? I mean, do you not see they're going to Rodeo drive? They're doing daylight robberies. Like they're literally walking up to people as they come out of these high-end stores and snatching their shit. 20 years ago, never. Do you understand? 20, 10 years ago, 
Never. You would never go to the white. You would never go to Rodeo Drive and do a daylight robbery and a strong arm robbery. Are you kidding me? Now it's all bets are off. I feel bad for dude because he had his kids with him. That shit could have went so left. And you know, bullets defy physics like a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Bullets like to ricochet off of shit. And you know, um, yeah, that's a hell of an experience for your children to go through. Now, now that I, now that I say really think about it, that's really fucked up. His kids going to remember that shit. There, that's going to, there's going to be some PTSD when it comes to either going to a restaurant or anything with chicken and waffles. You know what I'm saying? Ah, that's just, that the shooter has scarred those kids. You know what I'm saying? Like really scarred those kids. So, um, nah, man, listen, stop with that. Ain't no purge coming to Illinois with that, with the cashless bail shit. Stop. New York did it first. New York did it first. Yeah. Kids going to be. Uh, police is that man. Even the cops are like handcuffed, but this is how you get the abdo ab chaos. Ordo app chaos. So you got to handcuff the cops. So then you handcuff the cops. And then after shit really, you know, toward a situation where you want it to be, then you turn them loose. And then they just clean house on everybody. All right. So, yeah. And, and it's the sad part about PNB. He had two girls. He had two little girls. And, um, you know, it's just, uh, it's sad all the way around. So now, Children don't have a father. Woman that lost her man. You know, another black man going to be in prison pretty soon. So, yeah, you know what? I think I found an interview. Let me find it quick. Oh, no. Twitter. Twitter. Okay. Now, I, I want to share this real briefly because I, I kind of want to leave a nice little mem- lasting memory of PNB Rock in a positive light because I'm not a complete asshole. <clears throat> okay. And then we're going to get to goofball, goofy, dumbass Ray J and his capping ass. All right, so this was, uh, now at one point, P&B Rock was having issues with, with Atlantic Records. And like most of these young guys on Atlantic Records, they all, they all kind of went, went off the label. Atlantic used to be like one of the best labels to go to because when Leo was there, it was Warner. It was Warner Atlantic, and they had incubator labels. So you had Asylum. And then you had, and then under Asylum, so what, what incubator labels is basically, think of it as an incubator for a baby, right? We're signed to these incubator labels. Um, Orchard is, is, a, is another one that's still around, Sony Orchard. But Asylum, that's all your Swisher House guys, right? Asylum, they were signed to Asylum, and if they did good there, then they would get up, 
um, updrafted into the into the actual Warner roster or the Atlantic roster. Then you'd be up there with the big boys. So like Asylum was like the G League, the D League. And then, you know, if you did good on Asylum, they bring you up to the to the main roster. So um he's having issues with Atlantic Records. He's like, I want I want I want off. He's you know, I made y'all a lot of money, blah, 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 blah. So um here him him and academics are talking um some business that I think is important. And plus, like I said, kid was, kid was, he was no dummy. So he knew what he was talking about. I could break this shit down to a science now because I know that shit really crazy. Like really, you ain't going to be able to recoup if you had a 15% recoup rate. Yeah. If you had a 15% royalty rate, like it's going to take a while. Plus it hits you with so many goddamn fees. Yeah. It's not even the fees. It's like everything get taken out of your 15%. And then that nine times out of 10, that's 15%. Which this is always wild to me. Like a label, which I don't know if people are familiar with this in the industry, right? Or if you're not in industry, a label will charge you to pitch your music to a playlist. But if you make it to the playlist, it gets more streams, which gets their 85% paid more. And they're taking that out all on your side. And I didn't even know that. You just tell yeah, me some news. Yeah, shit. like, listen, they're going to put a, they're going to put a radio promotion. That's coming out of your shit. They're going to put um, playlist pitching mm-hmm. coming out of your shit. Yeah, all of put- that shit come out. So boom, the 15, so say if you had a royalty rate of 15%, 18%, boom, they tell you that. All They don't tell you, but all the bills come out of there. The studio time that you did, like every fucking session, anytime you ask them to book you a flight, send you an Uber, any of that shit, they yeah, adding all of that shit. Everything getting added. You feel me? It's coming out to your 15%, but nine times out of 10, that 15% ain't 15 because you didn't gave away points to the producers. You feel yeah. me? That's points is percentage. They don't tell you that. Like, yeah, you got to get this person points, you got to get this person points, but those points are. A label actually, ain't giving a fucking point to no, no either producer or somebody no, else who helped on the points. record. Yeah, so you got to come out. You're right. So every song is different. So you might have. You say you're getting 15, but no, you're really getting 13 on this song. And you might have a writer on this song or a big producer with a sample on this song. You ain't getting shit on that song. Yeah. You might not even get 3% on that song. You feel me? And that shit to be coming down to it. You be like, wow, I'm doing all of this streaming and I ain't making all of this money. They be like, well, we you making money, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> you only got 15% of this money. And out of this money, we taking all of the bills out of your 15%. So you kind of like, oh, it's like 200000 <laughs> they be like, what the fuck? Like, how? Y'all just made such and such million, and I owe y'all, and y'all ain't give me not one million? That don't add up. Okay, now here's where I got to give everybody pushback. Any artist that complains about they don't know where the money's going, listen, in your contract, and even, you don't even have to request it. They put it in there for you. You have, to, you have the right to audit your label every 90 days. <clears throat> okay. So for every artist I've ever heard complain about, I don't know where the money's going. I don't know where the money's going. You have the right. They give you that right. The label says here, we're going to do you a solid because you niggas don't like to read. We're going to put it in your contract for you. You have the right to audit your label every 90 days. Every 90 days, you can go down to fucking the accounting department of your label and say, I need the books opened up. On my budgets, I want to see where all my money is going and who is it going to. Now, now, how hard is that? How hard is that? Find me the artist that doesn't have a, a uh, an accounting clause in their contract. Every ninety days, you have the right to tell the label to open the books on your budgets. 
and you'll see firsthand who's getting what and, and, and how much. Okay. So, um, yeah, I, I kind of, like I said, he was a smart kid. He knew what he was doing. Um, I didn't want to just kind of leave on a, on a, on a somber note, you know, with him going out the way he did. So yeah. Yeah. Um, now let's get into this goofball Ray J. Now listen, <laughs> I got people that's cool with this nigga. I don't understand. I don't know why they're cool with this nigga. Cause he's always have a, he's had a history of just being a cornball jackass. I don't give a fuck about his gang affiliations. I, that shit doesn't bother me. doesn't mean nothing to me. Okay. Cause nowadays you can buy a gang affiliation and there it is there. This nigga for the last 10 years. Oh, you know what's funny, right? Because at one time, Wack had blocked me because, here we go. You ready? Here we go. Remember when Wack and Ray J had their line of watches? This is where I get petty. Remember when Ray J and Wack 100 came out with the line of Ray J watches? Does anybody remember that a few years ago? Does anybody remember when Ray J and WAC 100 tried to come out with a line of watches? Yes or no? Okay. So when they dropped the watches, I, t- I said to WAC, I said, oh no, it's more like, I said, WAC, you, you know they're going to sue you. I said, you know, AP, a, um, AP is going to sue you guys for, for copyright infringement for these watches. He blocked me. Right? He blocked me. This was years ago. For those that remember, see that my man, my man, <laughs> my man, truth. <laughs> Yo, I thought I keep my ear to the street. He be in the streets more than I do. Right. And uh, if you remember the watches, they look like fake-ass Audemars Piguet's Royal Oaks. I said, bro, these look like APs. They're going to hit you for copyright infringement. He blocked me. And then not even six months later, AP sends them a cease and desist for those watches. Has anyone seen a Ray J watch since then? No. Okay. (laughs) So it is, you know, listen, I got to give Ray J credit. He stayed relevant through even though I don't agree with the methods of how he stayed in, in the spotlight, but he's been in the, but listen, so this whole shit about, um, the contract between him and Kim K. This is how I know this whole shit is, is cap. Okay. Once again, you have to let these entertainers do their job. Uh Oh, uh Oh, What's good, bro? What do you you say? We're going to have to get down? (laughs) 
Yeah, people people tend to forget that. Yeah, them shit look like that's some low low grade APs. I'm like, nah, that's that that's not gonna work, bro. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, let me put let me put you on. All right. All right, bro, you hot. Wait a minute. Truth. Oh, shit. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. All right, bro, you should be good. Hello? That damn you know, you hear me? I can hear you now, yeah. All right, am I live? No, you're good, you're good, you're good. All right, all right, all right. Hey, real, real quick, one thing people don't, a lot of people don't talk about in the, when it comes to music contracts. The biggest, one, not the, not the biggest, one of the biggest ripoffs I've ever seen in my life is when people sign and correct me if I'm wrong, Sloth, when they sign performance contracts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A perfect example, Quentin Tarver, you know, rest in peace. He he did the song Everybody's Free on the Romeo and Juliet soundtrack, right? Uh-huh. That, that album sold 14, I think between 13 and 15 million copies worldwide. He signed, him and his mother signed a performance contract, $3,500, no royalties off the whole entire song. Ooh. Then did a remake of When Doves Cry. Clearer than everything, he makes, he makes, and he's passed away, but before he died and his estate make no money, they make no money off of that off of those songs. And those songs, I think, are the two biggest songs off that contract. The movie and the and the, 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 the the album still plays in Australia mm-hmm. and places in Europe and stuff like that. The movie still plays. Queen and Tarver signed a performance contract for $3,500 and got ripped off. That's one the- of the biggest, the biggest fucking, excuse my mouth, one of the biggest rip-offs in the music industry is the performance contract. That's terrible. One of the biggest, you know, who else was going to, Jason Weaver. When Jason Weaver did Can't Wait to Be King and uh, yeah. Akuna Matata. Yeah. Remember, it's going to give him $2 million up front. That's right. Here you go. Take this. What did his mother say? No, nah, I don't want, we don't want that. We're going to take, a, we, gonna, we want royalty. Hey, you know, it was because funny. his mother was, no, you're right. And what's funny is people act like, well, they're not going to give me that. So I didn't, I wouldn't bother to ask like, no nigga. Like that's part of the negotiations. No. That's part of negotiation. You singing on something you say, even if you know the song is whack and you know, this song is trash. You always go for royalties because you never know what's going to happen 
in the future. Jason Weaver eats off that song for the rest of his life. When they did the movie, The Lion King Over, Jason Weaver, because he has writer, writer's credit right. on yeah. the song, they have to pay him and he has to clear it yep. in order for the song to be used. Yeah. And now that's, that's if you take Jason Weaver, you take Quinn and Tarver. They were out around the same time, if we're not mistaken. Because mm-hmm. Quinn and Tarver had an uh, issue on my mind. He was no way, but immature. And Jason Weaver had Stay With Me. He had Love Ambition, and then he had another. Like, he had an album, then he had probably two cuts off of a little small EP, whatever it is. But Jason Weaver's mother was in the record business. Quinn and Tarver had nobody in the record business. And look, look at the outcome. He died. I'm not saying broke, but he died with way less money than what he was supposed to have compared to Jason Weaver, who can eat up that Disney money for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. Performance contracts are, are worthless. I don't give a damn if you have no music out and somebody says, hey, Slaw, I like your voice. I want you to sing this hook on this song. You go you go get you a a, a, a lawyer. You make sure that contract says you get royalties. No, and I know you know Slot, but I'm using an example. Mm-hmm. You get royalties, no performance, because they'll pay you nothing. They'll pay you little to nothing to sing a song. And then if you're real good, this is what they do, too. If you're real good, Mary J. Blige got, got caught up like that with the Touch Me, Tease Me song. She's going out with Case. What, that, what happened? I remember she, that. She just, yeah, talk about it. Talk yeah, about she it. Just, she, she just took some money because that's her man. Her record label said, no, she can't be on all this, all these songs. Yeah. And if you want her on a Touch Me, Tease Me song, you got to come sit down and talk with us. Right. Her record label made more money off a of Touch Me, Tease Me than she, she did. did. <laughs> and, she's, and she did the hook. If you look at all the writers on that song, there's people on that song that have nothing to do with the song. Mm-hmm. Look at the Backstreet Boys. Look, the contract they signed. That big white man was what? The, the sixth member of the Backstreet yeah, Boys? Yeah, he was an actual member. Yeah. Yeah. Read your contracts, man. I seen it. I seen it. I I myself signed a thirty thousand dollar mixtape deal, thinking I was gonna blow up. I didn't know no better. When it was all said and done, slot I put eight so, and I put ten songs together, and only got twenty five hundred dollars because I believe I was gonna get thirty thousand dollars. Right? I didn't know any. Yeah, I, I see what you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, don't bullshit. Hey, don't feel yeah, bad because yeah. I, I almost signed one of them joints too back in the day. Shit. That's hey, what, everybody I, was signing them. Shit, a mixtape deal? Bro, I said, a mixtape deal? I said, what, you want this trash? Yeah. Yeah. I could do this in two days, no problem. Yep. No, no problem. I got you. Give me give me, give me, me 10 beats. I'll I knock them all out in two days. I did that. I, I, I handed it in to the DJ. I ain't going to say his name. You know, God rest his soul. There ain't no God, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I handed it into the DJ, and next thing I know, I get twenty five hundred dollars sent to me, and they said we're gonna hold on to the project because we looking, we looking for he's he looking for a bigger deal. I was like you motherfucker, yeah. what, what, what is this? Yeah, yo, I also fell victim. I think I told you this about this a long time ago when I fell victim, and I really can't say no names because you know contracts wise, I fell victim to the ghostwriting con- uh, uh, contract. Oh wow. Remember I told you I wrote a song for that's right, uh, that's right. a famous R&B singer, put it out, signed that contract, got my little bit of ducking because my, my two mans was broke. Oh, no, we're not, we we not going to put the song out. This is just going to be a filler. I bet. I put my heart into that song. Man, I, I, I turn on the damn radio. I'm like, what the? What? 
said you put, I call, you I put your heart and soul into it. Yo, bro, I put my heart and soul into that song. Bro, I called a label. I spoke to somebody and said, hey, y'all told me this song was made a filler song. Y'all lied. Oh, the lady said, it wasn't in the contract. Yeah. She said, she said, read your contract. I read that contract. I said, mother effort. Yeah. Not only did they take the song, so I put it on the radio, so they did a video for the song. Yeah. So that shit tore, that tore me up. And all I got out of it was, what, what, what I got, $13,000? I knew something. See, I didn't know any better, but I should have knew something was up when the the price for, for, for us giving them the song went from 3300 mm-hmm. to $13,000 mm-hmm. a piece. Okay. I, I should have said, hold on. No, 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 no. Give my song back. I won't write his credit. Yeah. I'm stupid. I didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anybody out there trying to get into the record business, you're trying to get your foot in the door and you saying, I'm going to be big. You better stay away from the performance contract. You can't run from the 360 because they got 360s all over the place now. Whoever you are, you're going to be signed to a 360 nowadays because uh, albums aren't selling and they're going to find a way to make their money because people doing shows. And if you really want to thank somebody for exposing show money, you better thank Jadakiss. Mm. Remember, Jadakiss was the first person, the first big rapper bragging about show money. That's right. Him and Beanie Siegel was the first that I remember bragging about all the money they get from shows. Yeah. Yeah. So stay away. If you can stay away from 360, good luck. You know, stay away from that. Stay independent. And if you do any ghostwriting, any ghostwriting, do not take a ghostwriter uh, a deal. You take you a writer's credit. Every I don't time. care if they say, now we never going to use, we never going to use this song. Not a problem, man. I'm not looking to make no money. Here you go. Outside of the 2000, you give me to write this song. I want a writer's credit. Yeah, every time. I want a writer's credit. And if you sit in the studio while they making music and they say, hey, we're looking for a certain sound, Slop, what do you think we should do? You Before you give your insight, one second of your insight, <laughs> you tell them, I want writer's credit. I, I want I want a, a, a credit for the song that I'm about to help you with. Even if you tell them to put a snare in one spot, you contribute it to the song. You go ahead and get your credit. A lot of those Swiss, a lot of those Rough Rider beats that you hear, that they all sound like they came from one man, that was one man in a studio with a whole bunch of no-name producers putting out the music. Yeah, I, I would tell people um, nowadays they have apps for split sheets. So you can download the app for a split sheet, and before you leave that session, be like, okay, now fill out your part, fill out my part, it's saved and uploaded, yep. and no more problems. So yeah, yeah, no, you're right. But man, we was young. We was mad yeah. young. Man, we didn't know no fucking better dog. <laughs> if I, I would have done, if I would have did right, I would have been sitting high on the hill. I'd have been sitting in the hills of Beverly with you. <laughs> I learned my lesson. I, and another thing, another thing, when you sign to somebody who signs, who say, "Hey, I'm gonna sign you to Homeboy Records. You come work with me. I'm about to go shop a deal." Look at your contract because this person can sign you to Homeboy Records. And then wind up selling you to five different people, and before you split the money, you split that one dollar five different ways. By the time it come back to you, you getting pennies on the dollar. Bad enough, you're gonna get pennies on the dollar. You might get a penny on the dollar. Yeah. So you better put something in your contract. If I sign to you, you can only negotiate me or this contract to one label. If the label, if there's more than one, past the point of you selling it to one, the contract is null and void. Also, put a contingent in your in, in your contract. 
that says, all right, I'm going to sign. Don't do an album deal, do years. Because it, look, look at, uh, what's his name? Um, Black Rob. Black Rob signed 15 album deal. And look where he at. Yeah, the, they have the right to determine what's an album. And yeah. It, yeah, you can you can drop you can give them what you think is an album. They're like, no, it's not an album. We'll just do we'll just call it a mixtape, and it's still yeah. you still ain't fulfilling your contract. Yeah, yeah. Look at Young Buck. How many albums he had in Fifty Cent? And Fifty Cent said, No, I'm not putting it out. The man had to file bankruptcy to get out the contract. So anytime you think anybody listening want to go chase after music, if you think you're going to go sign a five year a five album deal, and you're like, All right, I write faster than Tupac. That doesn't make a difference. If they still want to hold you, you know, by uh, 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 as a slave, they will take the best work you have and say, this is not an album. Yeah. Also, when you write music, if you sign a contract, when you write music, you better make sure you are owner of your music. Go broke. Do not sign your music over because they'll tell you, slide this song, because I mean, you know, eh, I didn't just give it to me. Then they'll go pawn it off on the next person. You know, spice it up a little bit. The next thing you know, you your song is on the radio. You go to the label trying to argue, why, why the hell is my song on the radio? That's my song. Read your contract. Well, it's funny. Anything you write while anchor. No, it's funny you said that because that's part of Meg's argument against uh, 1017 was like, I, I was turning in albums and they were deeming it. She said they were calling it mixtapes. And she she was trying to hurt yeah. to turn in albums to get out of her deal. It's like, it's, at the, it's label discretion. It even tells you whatever materials you turn in labels discretion, what they deem it an album and stuff like that. So yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it can, it can happen all the time. It happens all the time. You, you, you know, look at new edition. They walked into where was that MCA? MCA. They, they signed the MCA. And they were signed to the, and they signed, yeah. To the, the slave deal. Yeah. Yeah. It was a jump up record or whatever the hell it was. A jump shot, whatever it was, you know, stuff like that happens all the time. You know these rappers, and I hate when I see these rappers. They sit there, and they on stay on uh, on uh, uh, Instagram or whatever the hell they on nowadays, and they say, "Yo, I just signed to you know uh, 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 you know real nigga records, you know, and, and the rapper's my boss, and look, he gave me a chain. Listen, you're broke. Yo, Gotti sitting there saying, "I just signed this person, and he go half a million dollars. You're not gonna walk out of there carrying half a million dollars. There's no way in the world. There's no way." You sign a contract because he, cause he's going to sign you. He put half a million dollars on the table. You know what he's going to tell you after the, after the phone go off and there's no more camera rolling? All right, bro, here go to 30000 That's yours. The rest is going to go into your project. Yeah, basically. And then he's he going to pay niggas uh, 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 nothing to get nothing tracks because all the tracks sound the same. So he might get 10 tracks from the same person, right, for $50,000 because he's a slave too. He don't understand his word. He's a slave, right? And then what he's going to do is have you rap on 10 beats that sound just the same, put it out, call it a mixtape, right? And then tell you, yo, you you know, we got to get you in the club. We got to get you this. We got to get you that. But that half a million you saw on the table, trust me, that half a million is in your name, but it's being spent somewhere else. Yeah. You'll see him with a new car. You'll see him with a watch. You'll see, you might, you might see him on vacations, flying private jets, and you thinking, yo, my, my, you know, my CEO bossed up. No, he's not bossed up. That's your money. He was, you stupid enough to sign the contract because your, your CEO, he went to a major label, took your contract down there, and that's the advance money that you were supposed to get. Yeah. He's going to take that, he's going to take 95% of that money and put it back into himself. 
As as he should. Or, as, as he should. As he should. I, hey, hey, listen. Listen, if you're going to bend over, you're going to get booked, right? So what, what, what it is is, too, is he might take that half a million, give you 30, go get the next nigga come through the door, take 30 off that half a million, give that person half, go get money for that second person, and then don't give that person nothing. Before you know it, four or five people is all up in that, 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 that half a million dollar contract. You know, he got a whole list of artists and, and your budget. And he's getting money for all those people. Right. Trust me when I tell you, all the, all them chains you see rappers getting, and they like, yo, I signed to, you know, a uh, 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 a knuckle dragon, you know, a uh, 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 record. Listen, all that's all a scam. It's all a scam. All music is owned by what's the three major labels again? It is uh, Sony, BMG, uh, Universal, mm-hmm. and uh, Warner. Good luck if you think you're going to not have your music under their ownership. It's not going to happen. Because you might get your money from Homeboy Next Door. Homeboy Next Door might get his money from this label. When this, but when you go to the root of it all, one of those three labels got their hand in your money. Or got their hand in your career. That's why you see people... Are, that's why you'll see... What's his name? Uh, uh, Gucci Man. He'll sign a whole bunch of people, right? And then he, Gucci Man right now can say, you know what? I got 30 artists. I don't want to do this no more. He could take his whole roster and sell them. Sell them off to the yeah, and cash out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and cash out. Yo, I, yo, they buzzing. This is how much they doing on streams. This is how much they doing in show money. They go, they contract. You know, I got 10 artists. Give me, uh, give me, give me, give me for 100,000. For sure, Gucci. They'll give it to him. And next thing you know, now he's telling you, hey, all, all y'all signed to this label right here. Every single one of y'all signed to this label. Every single one of y'all. No matter who you sign to, trust me, it's a big label that has their hand in that label's pocket. Look at Rockefeller. What happened when Rockefeller broke up? Everybody talking about you went with Jay, you went with Dane. No, you went to Def Jam or you, or you went another route. Wherever Dame Dash went, you went that way. You didn't go with Jay-Z. You went to Def Jam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Boy, I'll I'll stand back and watch these Negroes run around here and and loan the cars and in jewelry with Floyd Diamonds, you know, living it up. And then the moment something go wrong within a label, everything is gone. Definitely. Everything is gone. The one thing, the one thing I hope these rappers and these singers are doing nowadays. The money you make, you should take half of. Hey, let's say Sly, you do a show, and Sly like, yo, I'm 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 busting. I get forty. I get forty thousand a show. I hope Sly's taking thirty thousand, putting it into an account that he can't touch directly, but like he he doesn't have immediate access to it. Mm-hmm. Because the moment all that stops, you're done. Look what happened with the Migos. What's that? One of that? What's the guy name who's one oh, of them want to oh, leave. I don't yeah. know their name. Offset, yeah. He, he, now he's now he suing QC, saying he bought the his himself out of his contract, and now QC is like, but no, <laughs> whatever you do, still solo. We own a piece of that. So I'm like, well, that's uh, Look at that. yeah, Look at that. yeah. It was all good just a week ago. Just right? a week ago. Just a week ago is all good. Now look, <clears throat> now look at him. Now look at them. They're gonna go to. They're gonna. He gonna go to war with this man. Right, you can hey, you know all your diamonds and all your your Jew, your Jewish lawyers. He gonna just lay a contract on the table. Your honor, here here, here go the contract. We, I own him. 
as a solo entity and as a group. I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Cardi, I, I expect Cardi to get her attorneys on his case to get him out of that contract free and clear. Because Cardi, you know, if, 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 that, if that can happen, she might got the best lawyers in the world. Because I have yet to see anybody get out of a contract where the other, where the other party was still not battling without going bankrupt or filing bankruptcy. I have yet to see it. That's true. Um, but but... Take Ike and Tina Turner. What did Tina Turner do, right? She said, I, oh, I, I turned to, I, no, 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 I want this, I want that, I want this, I want that. She had to say, you can have everything and just, and just go, and I just want the name. And then the judge, if the, the judge could have been a jerk, well, I, I Turner could have been a jerk and said, no, your honor, I own that I name. I own the name, yeah. I own everything. Yeah. So yeah. if Ike was smart, he would have had it set up to where he got a percentage off of her, whatever she did, because she's using the name. Same way with Easy. For the rest of her life. Yeah, same way Easy did Dr. Dre. Like, okay, nigga, you can go, but run that 30% every time, <laughs> every rip. Yeah. 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 Yo, look at, well, you ever heard the story of the guy who wrote the, um, not wrote, but drew the, um, the, uh, the bad boy sign, the bad boy emblem? Yeah. Um, oh, what, fuck. His son is um fucking ASAP Ferg. ASAP Rocky, right? ASAP Ferg. ASAP Ferg. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Look, and, and remember the story when uh, Big Gene was saying, I told him to, to tell them, give me a penny every time y'all use it. Yeah. He just, he did it off the cuff. Now, but look at it. He died broke. Yeah. He died broke. Anything you do in the music industry, anything you do, you should automatically own it. You should, you should you should own it. Don't ever there's 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 and not even the music industry and business. Anything you do, you should make sure you own it or or be prepared to lose it. Like if your name has no value, you you shouldn't care if your name if you lose your name or not. But if your name has any kind of value, you make sure you own who you are. Yeah. You own your rights, right? You you make sure you own who you are because. Somebody will tell you, yeah, you know, you you buzzing a little bit. I'm gonna try to work you up, blah blah blah. Here, sign this contract. Hey, you know, you know what? Because this contract is thirty thousand, and I know, you know, you just had a baby, or you, you know, you got a mom to take care of. Hey, I throw you another thirty thousand. Please believe, I think about to make five hundred thousand off you real fast, real fast. No music, no nothing. He about to make money off you real fast. There it is, there. Cameron, Cameron woke. <laughs> He, he wrote he wrote crush on you for little C's, right? That's he right. got little to little to nothing. What did they do? Change up some of the words, rewrite it, give it to little Kim. Even though little C's version is way better than that one with little Kim, right? But give it to little Kim, put it out, and is that I think that's her biggest hit ever. Now Cameron would have got writer's credit. He would have been eating off a crush on you for the rest of his life. He could have he could have passed that down to his kids. Yeah. Yeah. But I ain't gonna say no more, man. Look, I'm a coon, a black buffoon, Uncle Tom, and a sellout. You know, that's fine. Wait, wait. Hey, while I'm all of that, while you calling me all of that, do this. Go find out what I already know. You good? I'm good. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, bro. <laughs> Anytime, brother. All right, bro. 
That is the Inquisitor Goon. That is the Inquisitor Goon Truth Teller. Hey, yo, sire. Yo, sire. Yo, yo, if um, yo, if you want to tell your story, bro, yo, email me and I'll bring you on, man. Like, matter of fact, let me just put it out there for you. Totally up to you, bro. Um, yeah, Sire Soprano, man. I know you got stories and stuff. I know you want, you know, um, yeah, if you want to, if you want to ever come through and, uh, you know, talk your shit, you're more than welcome. So now let me get back to Goofball Ray J. Goofball Ray J, like I said, for the last 10 years, so yeah, let's just get into his shit. Now, like I said, we, we know a thing about contracts over here. Okay. And so his point of contention is, you know, I'll let him tell it. And we're going to call this cap. We're going to call this fake entertainment. Like I said, let the entertainers do their job. Let them entertain you. This is nothing to take serious. We're making content of it. Sure. Because it's silly. It's cannon fodder. It's, it's, it's child's play. But this nigga is a real life goofball. Okay. So let's, let's let Ray J show us how much of a goofball he really, really is. Because this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Okay. Like, beyond silly. Okay, Ray, tell us in your words how much of a goofball you really, really, really are. Here's the deliverables. And this is the, this is the original copy. All right, this is the original copy of my contract. And look who signed. Wait, 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 y'all. Now, you know what we do over here. We talk contracts, okay? We talk contracts. We don't do shit else over here. We're going to talk some contracts, all right? We're going to talk some contracts. Let me run it back. Let me run it back. This is where I got to call fake. What, what, did, what did Trump say? Fake news. Fake news. Excuse me. Excuse me. Fake news. Okay? I got to get my Trump on. All right. Here's the deliverables. And this is the, this is the original copy. All right. This is the original copy of my contract. And look who signed my deliverables and was in the room. Hold on. There's our signature right there because that's it. If they try to void this contract, anybody that I did the deal with, that means that the whole deal we did is void because this is what. Wait, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Hold up. How long ago did they sign this contract, y'all? <laughs> how how many years, how many decades was this contract signed? How What year did this sex tape come out in? <laughs> Wait a minute, y'all. Come on. We're not dumb here. All right. Excuse me. Excuse me. Fake news. Fake news. All right. <laughs> Wait a minute. You mean to tell me this nigga... <laughs> You mean to tell me this dude been hold on to this 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 forged this forged contract for over ten years? Fifteen years. This man has been holding on to a forged contract for roughly fifteen years. This is the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. Okay? But let's 
Let us continue. Oh, this is the dummy shit ever, 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 ever. And you, and to my people that's cool with this nigga. Bros, let's continue. We sold him. Look, look, look who, look who was in the room with me. Look who wrote exactly what we sold. Tape number one, Cabo intro. Tape number two, Cabo sex. Tape number three, here's the one that they said I had. Santa Barbara sex. Ray J, that's my signature. This isn't a copy of it. This is the original. So what? Wait, 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 y'all. So what are we talking about? Who the hell holds on to a forged contract for over 15 years, then profiteers off this forged contract? Only to come back around again and say it was a forged contract. So everybody's operating under fraud. So what are we talking about then? So let we'll get the get the suing in. So let's get to suing these motherfuckers, right? Right. Right. So we're why are we doing this? Why are we not suing anybody? Now let me run it back again. Let me run it back again and I'll play the other two parts of this nonsense. Once again, if, you, if all my industry friends that are cool with this nigga, listen, I'm not telling y'all who to be friends with, but okay. Here's the deliverables. And this is the, this is the original copy. All right. This is the original copy of my contract. And look who signed my deliverables and was in the room. Hold on. There's our signature right there because that's it. If they try to void this contract, anybody that I did the deal with, that means that the whole deal we did is void because this. So why would they want to void out a contract that's 15 years old if they're the ones that forged your signature on it? Once again, people, I'm asking, why would they want to void out a contract they knowingly forged? Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. See over where's the sound sound effect? Come on, man. What are we doing here? What are we doing? Here, yeah, here's the original fraud copy of my contract. That's what the fuck we're doing. This <laughs> is what we sold them. Look, look, look who look who was in the room with me. Look who wrote exactly what we sold. Tape number one, Cabo. Intro. Tape number two, Cabo Sex. Tape number three, here's the one that they said I had. Santa Barbara Sex. Ray J, that's my signature. This isn't a copy of it. This is the original. So what is. Once again, you know what? Let's just go ahead and play the other parts. Let's just go ahead and play the other parts. Once again, all my industry friends that are cool with this nigga, I hope the money's worth it. Because this is some of the most embarrassing shit I've ever... They should say, like, superstar something else to just keep it really vague so it's cool, right? But this is a full-on contract. 
I got 12.5%, Kim got 12.5%, right? Now, she got the same exact contract I got. And when we go to court, guess what? They got to pull that up because we got to see that because moms was lying and we need to make sure that it's not right, right? Same contract we signed the same day. Go up some more. Go up some more. Now, now, I'm going to show you the whopper. Here's my handwriting. That's my handwriting. Check it out. Now, if y'all at home, this is what I want y'all to do. This is what I want y'all to do if y'all at home. I need everybody that really want to make sure that they see the whopper on this. Because this, like this is like in forensic files where you know you was at the scene. So that's my handwriting. If y'all Google Kim Kardashian. No, nigga, no. No, that's not our job. Nigga, that's the job of the, of the white man or the Jew or European. You, you got on payroll to do all this shit. Nigga, no. That's not, we're not going to do all this. We're not going to play the forensic pathologist game. We're not going to do that forensic files. We're not going to do that. We don't do that here. We're not getting paid to do that. You are an entertainer, sir. Entertain us with this bullshit. That's all you can do. You are an entertainer at best. This is what, look how far the mighty have fallen. You mean to tell me this is the best y'all can do? This is the best y'all can do. Bicker over a forged 20 year old contract are you fucking kidding me are you kidding me Jen's handwriting just google her handwriting no nigga we're not about, we're not about to google Kim's handwriting oh my fucking god bros bros and sisters is it the same one same one yeah, it's the same one Wait, wait, wait. Let me see. There go the sex tape contract. Okay, here we go. This is the third part. Once again, how mighty, how far have you fallen? Like, the desperation to stay relevant, to be be a C-lister at this point, because you're still a C-lister. Let's just be honest. Jeez, this is embarrassing. Let's go. There go the sex tape contract. There, there it is. There's the whole thing, right? That's the set. That's my handwriting. That's it, right? This is the sex tape full contract. They done already breached the contract by talking about it. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. There you go. Let's talk about it. Like, let's keep going. And keep going because I'm telling you, go down to that. That's important right there. That, that's important because that's my signature. And that's Steve Hirsch's signature. And I love you, Steve. This ain't got nothing to do with you. This is about somebody fronting and lying. And, and I, I wish you can say something now when you saw her lying, but we'll deal with her later in court. She got to talk. She can't. I hope she don't want to lie under, under oath. That's four, four years. In, that's four. But 25 to life for the sodomy shit Kim tried to play me with. Okay, so these now, ma- now, now, this way, he doing too much. Now, you accusing this woman of, of the the of the, of the Estes. The other, the Gamora thing, right? See, now you can't do that. You insinuating something that either never took place or didn't happen. You know what I'm saying? So now you, you doing too fucking much, man. Let's come on. This shit's supposed to be in court, not on Instagram live. Him tried to play me with. So these matter because this is the original contract. So with us, 
initial and everything proves that they each. I, I can't with this nigga. Listen, once again, all my industry folk that are cool with this nigga. That's y'all mans. Okay. Hey, what did, what did, what did, uh, what, what movie was that y'all? Lorenz Tate. Oh, the bank robbery movie. What is it? They all Vietnam veterans came back home. What was the name of that movie? Y'all dead presidents. What did Keith David say to him? That's your motherfucking man. That's your motherfucking man. That's your motherfucking man. Never. How? Nigga, you have children. You have children. This is embarrassing. This is beyond embarrassing. So where's the court filings? I wouldn't even do this shit on. And why? Court of opinion means nothing. You talking about a 20 year old forged contract. Who Lord child. All right. So let me get to my final topic of the night. Cause I know it's getting late. It's a very touchy subject here. Touchy subject, 600 Breezy and his now deceased mother of his triplets, Raven, right? She the one that had three, three triplets. Now, where can I go with this? Sometimes some people that have thoughts of self-deletion get with people in hopes that they can fill that void and it never works out. Right. And yeah, it's a very touchy, touchy subject, but let me get, let me get a, yeah. It's so obvious, bro. It's so obvious. He, he loves and misses her. Yeah. That's y'all motherfucking punk ass friend. That's what he said. That's what he said. That's y'all motherfuckers punk ass. That's y'all motherfucking punk ass friend. Let me, let me pull up 600 breezy. This is like one of the last things he said about his, his mother's children before she took her own life. And at this point, after what he said, could you really blame her? I mean, let's be real y'all. Come on, let's go. Them kids on video, them trippers on video. That bitch started that room because I ain't want her. I ain't want her, I want them kids. She running around talking about gang shit. Be a single parent. I don't give a fuck if I, if I am, boy, ain't the dead bitch. Ooh, he said, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he said some hurtful things. Mind you, these triplets are not even a year old, right? Are, are these triplets even a year old? <laughs> Listen, he took fucking kids to the next level. Like, wait a minute, bro. Let's run that back. Let's run it back for those that came to class late. Let's run it back. This 600 breezy. Them kids on video, them triplets on video. That bitch started that rumor because I ain't want her. I ain't want her, I want them kids. She running around to me talking about some gang shit. You be a single parent. I don't give a fuck if I, if I am or ain't the dead bitch. Okay, now, okay, Raven is the ex girlfriend, right? The family said they weren't together at the time of her death. Now, see, this is where, this is where I. I, I hear you, but how many times have we been in relationships, seen relationships, family thinks one thing, and behind closed doors is something totally different. 
Okay, now. Okay, so Valerie, let's take your point. Okay, because Valerie says, according to the family, they weren't together. All right, now, let's pull up her final message to Antonio, a.k.a. 600 Breezy, because... Uh, according to her, the final message, it seemed a little bit more than just they, they, that they weren't together at that time. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Let me find it real quick. Twitter is my friend. Twitter is my friend. And once again, touchy subject. I, I, you know, like I've had a friend, you know, take her life. Um, she was in the very early stages of, of, uh, heart and that it was, uh, oh, fuck MS multiple sclerosis. And she, she left the letter and she was like, Nope. And I wasn't even mad. I was not even, I was like, I understand, you know? Okay. So let's pull up her final letter to Antonio. And I'm just, I'm just going to go over it with y'all. And just, it just sounds like she was hoping he would be able to fill or restore or minimize or mitigate whatever was lacking inside of her. And that just, that never ends well. Because it's, it, it's a black hole that never gets filled. The trash. Okay. So let me pull these up. And like I said, you know, if you're triggered, by all means, please log off. And you know what I'm saying? So I'm not here to uh, upset anybody. Okay. Let's see which order were they in? Pull them in. Let me pull in the correct order. Let me pull in the correct order. Okay. All right. Here we go. This was her last letter to the world, Antonio, whatever the case may be now. Now, despite that video might, may have been a few months old prior to it, this does not sound like a couple that was not together. And even though the family was upset at him for posting her, her final message, which I, I understand why they would be, but this does not look like or sound like a couple that, that, that wasn't together. Okay, this letter to him doesn't sound like something that they weren't together. Okay, I'm just saying. So let me do this. Let me get these comments acknowledged real quick. And then he said on BD, I don't want to see your BD. That's fucked up. Yeah, she didn't tell her family the truth. There you go. See, somebody got to say it. Somebody got to say it. Somebody has to say it. Oh, Raven and Breezy. Okay, so Ray, yeah, Raven's the ex, the crazy, the crazy one. Who's the crazy one now? Raven's the crazy one, right? Yeah, boy, listen, there's too many of these motherfuckers. I can't keep track. Okay. He had kids with Raven. No? Okay, so the one that took herself out, they had the triplets. All I know is him and, him and Raven going back and forth. She's crazy as bad. She's batshit crazy. Like, she's legit crazy. And then we got the triplets with no mama. Okay? 
So y'all make it make sense for me, but this is the problem. But this is, this is black dysfunction. Okay. This is why, you know what? Black folks probably shouldn't be dating. All right. I'm just saying. This is probably why black folks, young black folks should not be dating. Look at this nonsense here. This fucking tornado of, of, of just nonsense. Uh, Queen Key is the, okay, there you go. Thank you, Valerie. Queen Key is the crazy one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So all I know is we got Queen Key, we got Raven, and we got some triplets with no mama. Okay. This is, this is going to end bad regardless. This is a situation that was doomed from the start. So let's go over her, her, her message in it's three parts. Yo, somebody said something crazy in the chat. Cause you know, I'll be late with it on the chats. The triplets mama isn't dead. Okay. So who queen K is the triplets mama. Now it makes sense. Okay. Now I see why she going doing shit. Okay. Well, Raven was his main woman. Raven was his woman. This is the one he cared about the most, right? Okay. 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 Let's just, can we all agree that, Raven should have maybe chosen somebody better suited to help handle her situation or, or Raven should not have been dating period. Okay. So two scenarios I see out of this Raven shouldn't have, should have chose a better, more mentally stable man to deal with and maybe an older man. Or she should have been focused and focused on her mental health and not been so keen on dating. Right. Okay. Yeah. We, we got way too many unresolved issues as a people to be exchanging energies and shit. You know what I'm saying? And I'm fucking out of focus. I agree. I agree. So I'm I'm gonna get on I'm gonna get on the train and say this woman should not have been dating or 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 dating somebody that was more than capable of helping her um get mental help for her mental health, or she should have been just like focused on mental health recovery, uh period. All right. This woman had no business dealing with a nigga like this. I I'm sorry. I'm just sorry. All right. This is really, that's really what it comes down to it. Okay. Extremely fragile. All right. Okay. So let's go over this. Um, she says to Antonio, I'm just tired, baby. I was dealing with these thoughts before you met me. So you should have, see, listen, I know it's a touchy subject, but we have to start holding people accountable. Now, you know me, I am pro self-deletion. If you don't want to be here, I support your decision to not want to be here. Hell, half the time, I don't want to be here. I've told y'all many, many times, if I did not have many me, I'd have been checked out. Because fuck all this. This is some bullshit. This reality, this dimension, this simulation, whatever you want to call it, is some bullshit. Okay? So I've said many, many times, if I did not have many me, Fuck them other kids. If I didn't have many me, I'd have been out of here. All right. So, um, clearly 
this woman, her priorities were, were all ass backwards. Okay. Priorities are all ass backwards. I don't know what her family was telling her, but her family should have been like, look, chick, you need to be in a hospital. Period. Fuck some dick. Fuck a rap nigga. You need to be focused on getting either you want to either you want to get better or you just want to, you know, wallow in your misery until you work up enough courage to take yourself out. Like I said, I am pro self deletion. I will never try and talk anybody out of it. Okay. You talking to the wrong. Don't call. Don't hire me for a self help line. Uh, self help. How can I help you? Yeah. Um, yo bro, I can't do it anymore, bro. I can't. Okay. Well, um, well, how do you want to do it? What method do you want to choose? I'm that guy. I'm the wrong person for you. Don't text Sly. Talk about hey, Sly, man. It's, it's life is hard, bro. I can't. No, Sly is not. Sly gonna walk you down that motherfucker path. I'm gonna walk you hand in hand down that motherfucker. And if you need to be pushed, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I'm that dude. I'm that dude. I'm not gonna stop you. I'm not gonna try and talk you out of it. I'm not going to give you reasons to live and go forward. Oh, what about your family and they need? No, 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 no. Sly ain't going to do none of that. I'm like, you tired, ain't you? I know you're tired. I can see it in your eyes. Well, come on. Let's go and get this thing over with. That's me. That's me. Okay. Now you can call me crass or damn, Sly, that's really fucked up. I mean, that's your perspective. But, you know, you had a bunch of people lined up to go see Jack Kevorkian for a reason. Now you have euthanasia laws because of this. But for some odd reason, you know, black folk, once again, this stigma of mental health, it's a sign of weakness and that we keep sweeping under the rug. Listen, man, listen, don't want to be here. You don't want to be here. There's no shame in that. It's not being a punk. It's not being a sissy. It's not being a coward. None of that shit. And it shouldn't matter anyway, because after you're dead, you're dead. All right, so let me go on with this. Let me get on with this. Uh, I was just waiting for the right time. Now, this is selfish. So you got with this guy. You got in a relationship only to, to drag him. Because I, I can only imagine how many times he done had to stop her or talk her out of it. So I'm not taking his point, but I can imagine what he had to put up with a woman like this. Always trying to talk her out of it, reassure her. It's okay. It's going to be okay. Um, or, you know, you're going to get better. That takes a toll on the person as well. So that's, this is the selfish part of it. This woman had no business being in a relationship with any fucking body. This bitch should have been in a hospital. She should have been in front of some white man in a, in a, in a white coat. In a white room with white furniture, with natural white lighting, looking at a bird through bars in a window respectfully respectfully <laughs> wait bryant bro he said this sounds like an unalive nigga i just gave you a wrench this is how you repay me oh fucking god holy shit okay see my ex-girlfriend's mom man every so we all know somebody that done did it right. And there was no talking them out of it. No explain none of that. 
None of that. Yeah, this is yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm no six hundred breezy fan, but to drag this man through, I can only imagine what this nigga went through. I can only imagine. I can only imagine. Okay. So let's continue. This is my third time writing this for real. It's nobody's fault. I've been tired a long time. I gave up a long time ago. I just do a good job of hiding it right now. As I'm writing this, I'm remembering us happy looking at our videos, imagining how beautiful of a bride I would have been. This does not sound like a couple that was not together. Unfortunately, the family, um, when it comes to their Daughter, offspring, you're never going to know the full story of what your, your kids are doing in their relationships. You'll never fucking know. So the family being as mad as they are at, at him, it's like, wait, that's, that's a little bit of misplaced anger. You're mad because she didn't tell y'all what, was, what she told him, right? The family fit, feels like, I'm speculating that this letter should have been to them and not to him. So now they're being selfish. How dare you tell him how you really feel as opposed to telling us we're your family. He's just some nigga you fucking. See how that works? Big difference. All right, let's continue. Um, it's 5 p.m. here. This bridge is actually nice. I wish we would have came here together. Some homeless people sprinkled in, but not too many. I'm thinking about how this will feel if, if, if it will hurt. Okay. If it will hurt, uh, come on, don't do that. Okay. If from stress and my ovaries hurt, but they keep saying nothing's wrong. I feel like I have bugs on my skin that won't come off no matter how many times I wash. Uh, the movie comes to mind. What's it called? Bug with Naomi Judd. Remember that movie? It's called Bug. You had these two, I think they were dope heads, crackheads, whatever. And they kept imagining they were being attacked by insects on their skin. I haven't seen that movie in years, so I forgot how it went, but whatever the case. But I do remember them hallucinating, thinking they were constantly being attacked by insects on their bodies. Okay. Uh, you were the best thing that happened to me in a long time, Tony, but I know I'm a lot to deal with. See, now, once again, here's the selfishness part of it. If you know you're a lot to deal with, why don't you be the bigger person and, and just walk away? Okay? Because you know me. Any, uh, y'all know me. So I'd be like, well, shit, let me go and get out your way. Let me leave, let me leave you the fuck alone. Don't, don't do that, Sly. Why you always do that? Why? Why you always trying to leave? Because Sly is the problem. <laughs> why? Why you always trying to leave, Sly? Because Sly knows he's the problem. <laughs> I am infamous for leaving. Listen, nobody leaves a situation quicker than Sly. Sly would be like, you know what? You're right. It's not you. It's me. Let me leave. All day. All day, every day. Sly is leaving. You count one thing. Sly going to leave first. He going to bring it up first. Sly going to be like, I'm out. Don't leave that's that's you being selfish. Let's try and work this out. You have to always have to resort to leaving. Why do you always want to leave? Because I'm the problem. 
Cause Sly knows he's a mo- motherfucking problem. I ain't trying to. <laughs> I'm just speaking for myself. I'm not trying to make a lot of the situation, but I'm just saying, like, I know me. I know me. Listen, oh, I'm not going to, we're not going to sit here and try to psychoanalyze some shit. I'm like, look, you know what? Let me do you a favor. Let me get out your way. Let me get out your way. They hate, they hate, they hate that shit. Hate it. Okay. Yeah, you remember Bug? It is the great Jack of Orkin. Yo, I remember when I watched that documentary he did and the one white dude had Lou Gehrig's disease. I told the story before. He had Lou Gehrig's disease. I didn't know Lou Gehrig's disease. Basically, you can't swallow. Right? You cannot fucking swallow. And he... And... During a documentary before, you know, he, he, you know, he took it, you know, whatever. He was like, are you sure you want to do this? And the guy was like, yes, I want, please end this. Like he couldn't, he couldn't even swallow like the spit. And you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, get me up out of there. Get me up out of there. I'm cool. Get me up out of there real quick. You know what I'm saying? Wait, <laughs> God, a female dog called me saying she's going to kill herself. The only thing I'm doing is making sure I have a foolproof and I have nothing to do with it. And they still going to blame you, bro. They still going to blame you. They still going to blame you, bro. Yes, this is selfish on this woman's part. To She had no business being in a relationship with this man. None. 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 I, yo, I had a friend in, in junior high. She hung herself. She was pregnant. She was pregnant. Her name was Stacy. And we was cool because we did black history um, performances together. She was cool. But she was pregnant and she hung herself in, in her mama's closet. Yep. She was. I think we were. 14, 15. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Bro, what does, what does got to do with fucking Kevin Samuels? Come on, man. Don't bring no Kevin Samuels into my chat. Nigga, that nigga. Do not bring no Kevin Samuels into my motherfucking chat. We do not. It ain't even. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I had to leave for an emergency. What I missed? Bro, you missed everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> Everything. Everything. Come on, man. Let yeah, let Kevin. Come on, man. Let them niggas over there at the street, you know, s- sing his praises. I don't give a fuck about nigga dead. What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> he bitches gonna say I can't swallow because I have Lou Gehrig's disease. <laughs> Oh my God. Truth. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's get into the third, the third part of this. Um, she says we're as distant. We're as distant as, as we've ever been. I love you with all my heart. I couldn't take ruining us. 
I'm losing all the people I love. I want to leave here knowing that I didn't fuck this one relationship up, but you did. But okay. I wish you were here to send me off like murder did Teak. But you probably wouldn't be nearly as understanding anyway. So I'm guessing y'all have friends and her man helped Teak, his girl, send off to the upper room. Holy cow. And as much as I want you to see my point of view, I didn't want our last conversation to be an argument. So that's why I was so quiet. I really just wanted to hear your voice one last time. You have every right to feel what you feel towards me, baby. I love you, Antonio. I pray I get to love you in a better life where I'm a better version of me. You deserve that much. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Damn. Yeah, that Lou Gehrig's is, is no joke, man. Uh, uh, Soul Brother 91 was just was tapping in to see if you did a video. And here we are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, have a seat, have a seat. Yeah, sire, bro, right? Dry snitching like a motherfucker. You listen, depending on your state laws, if you euthanize somebody, you can go to jail for that shit. You can go to prison for that. Okay, that's not a national wide thing. You can't euthanize people like that. You better make damn sure your state and, and county. Is okay with that shit. Yo. <laughs> Why would she? Oh, that's. Ah, that, you're doing too much, sis. So I'm curious as to how she did it. Because nobody says how she did it. And I want to look up what she, what she did. The method she used. Yeah, Lou, Lou Gehrig's, man. Listen, if y'all watch the Jack Kevorkian documentary, just watch for the guy that has Lou Gehrig's. Don't watch for anybody else but the guy for Lou, Lou Gehrig's. Brutal. Brutal. Like, no God on this, on, on any in their right mind want their child or their creation to suffer like that. You talk about immense suffering. That is beyond cruel and unusual suffering. Especially if you, you've been a good person. You know what I'm saying? So that's some brutal, brutal shit. Oh, Munda and Teak are characters on P-Valley. See, goddamn. See, I stopped watching P-Valley after season two. Uh, after old girl won, she paid the money to buy the fucking club back for Uncle Clifford. And I was like, you know what? I can't. It's just too much. It's too much gay shit. Okay, so these are, these are characters. Jeez. Listen. When you're reduced to a point where you got, you got con- to compare your real life situations to TV show characters, there's a lot going on. Uh, in, in your head. I'm I'm sorry. There's a lot going on. Oh, no, no cure. Nothing to help ease the pain or anything. No, that's just. Yeah, that's just. Oh, that was season one. Do I remember that? All I remember the last episode, I, I, I remember she killed her ex-husband. Right. He was a. He was a, you know, whatever. He was a Mason, I guess, or he's a, he was in a brotherhood or some shit. And then they had the auction and then she bought the club back. Save the club. 
and her and Clifford was kind of having beef because she bought the club and old girl mama took all her stripper money to start a church. The real thick, the thick old stripper, the seat, well, the veteran stripper, the mama took all her stripping money to start a church. And then her and the light skinned chick became cool. That's the last of P Valley I've ever, I've ever seen. I try to get back into it, but it's just too much gay shit for me. I just can't, man. I can't. I just fucking can't. You know what I'm saying? It's just way. Listen, there's gay shit, and then there's so much over the top malicious gay shit. I was like, you know what? I'm good. Uh, some things I don't need in my psyche like that. <clears throat> Aisa, um, I follow her on IG. She was really nice until she started twerking and more. Oh, second man, it is sad. Jeez. Yeah, bro. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, you want people to feel bad for your situation, but then this is your, this is your. This is, anywho, let me find. Let's let's find out how she did this shit. Let, let's see how she did it. I just want to know. I just want to know the. I just want to know the method of it, and then we wrap this up and we get up out of here. Okay, it's on a breezy. They don't say how she how she did it though. Okay, now he had posted. Oh shit, come on now. Now he posted a tribute. Okay, now his tribute after she did it, this is what he said. He said, uh Okay, she was two years, took her own life. He said, Baby, why would you do this to me? Why would you do this to us? I was coming back home. I promised you I would. You just gonna leave me forever. He continued, You know how many people love you, Raven. I would have never left it uh, if this was the outcome I would have died with you Raven I did any and everything for you I'll never be able to love again I'll see you soon maybe God help me please okay all right and he ended up posting her last messages which her family did not want right okay but once again no one's saying how she died Okay, yeah, see, and no one's saying the method. I want the method. And I know it sounds kind of morbid. Y'all forgive me, but this tells me nothing. It was a pills. Was it a, you know what I'm saying? Drugs. Was the gunshot wound. You know what I'm saying? Like, this ain't telling you nothing. Okay. Okay, so decided to end her life after having an argument by phone with the rapper. I think she did that on purpose. 
I think she did that on purpose. I could be wrong. The person also noted that Raven did not, didn't jump off of a bridge. She may have been sitting at the bridge in her complex thinking about it, but she did not jump. She, sh- oh, she shot herself. Oh, shit. Neighbors heard a single shot Thursday evening and thought nothing of it because they couldn't locate where the noise came from. If you hear one random shot, where do you send the police? Well, that's why most neighborhoods have the scatter shot. Scatter shot, that's old military tech. Um, Verizon got a hold of it and did some tweaking to it. So Chicago PD has scatter shots all over the fucking city. So it'll, it'll locate gunshots and give the co- coordinates and the cops can see who the fuck is shooting. So that's that. Ah, gee. Okay. Um, and then it was also said that her family heard last heard from Raven on August 31st, the day before she allegedly shot herself. It took five days for her mom to call police for a welfare check. Later on September 6th, local police did a welfare check at her apartment where they discovered her body on nine, seven, her apartment was cleaning out by maintenance workers at her complex who brought out bloody items covered in her brain matter. God damn. Jeez. I mean, well, there it is there. Shit, I got my answer. Uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on thewakeupradio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as OTW2. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. 